Hello, Pixel Peeps. Welcome to Images Everything with your host, the Pixel Pimp himself, Rav Holly. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Images Everything. Again, I am your host, Rab Holly. It's awesome to have you back with us this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you're tuning in, it is uh, not Thursday, 3 p.m. when the show is scheduled to be released. We're actually recording this on Friday, so uh, for that, I have to apologize. When I started the podcast, I really thought I was going to have more than plenty of time on a weekly basis to produce and upload the podcast, but unfortunately, I dedicated a crappy uh, Dell XPS 1530 and uh, 1530 uh, as the podcast computer because literally I don't use it for anything. It's my old laptop that I bought back in 2009, and I thought it could efficiently handle the podcast because uh, you know it's rel- relatively simple. It's not a lot of memory or anything for a computer, so uh, the PC should handle doing the podcast with no problems. Unfortunately. It's a PC, which PCs are a piece of crap. So, uh, yeah, every time I decide to uh, do a podcast, I should be able to fire it right up because I use it for nothing else but the podcast. So I should be able to fire it up and just go to recording. Unfortunately, it's a PC, which is a piece of crap. So uh, it takes me about an hour to get everything set up. So if you can tell I'm a little bit irritated, I'm a lot irritated. I I was ready to throw this PC out the front yard and kick it because... uh, I have all my Macs sitting here, my MacBook Pro, my Mac Pro, and my uh, 27-inch iMac, and hey, man, unless I'm jinxing them right now, they purr like kittens, you know? When I fire them up, they just work, and I have to deal with all these issues and problems. I literally, every time I start messing with this PC, I remember what a headache they were. You know, I was PC from 1994 till 2010, 11, when I went all Mac, and I'll never go back. Uh, it's a total issue with this PC. I just sold my 15-inch MacBook Pro, and I kind of wish now I would have kept that and just got rid of this piece of crap PC I have and used it for the podcast. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm not going to dwell on the negative, uh, which it's hard not to when you have such a piece of crap PC. And you know, I loaded the intro. I tried to load the intro for the podcast while my guest was here this morning. And it wouldn't load, so I had to, you know, corrupt it or something. So I had to set the podcast all back up. And uh, luckily, we have a guest on this week's show. I have a pre-recorded episode of a model uh, named Amber Callahan. She's a relatively new model. I had her in the studio this morning to uh, record her episode. I actually did a photo shoot with her yesterday. Uh, she is, uh, like I said, relatively new to the industry. But her primary photographer is one of the official test photographers for Playboy. And uh, she actually has an official testing and cast uh, uh, test uh, and a shoot casting next week with official Playboy. So I would love nothing more to see her go on to be a Playboy Playmate because she really has her heart set on that. So it would be awesome to see her fulfill her dreams. And uh, it would be awesome for me because I got to shoot her right before she became a playmate so I love those kind of things anyway without further ado we'll quit bitching about the PC and uh, 
we'll get on with the show. So, oh, one more thing. Uh, since I was having so many uh, problems with the computer trying to get it fired up, Amber was on a time schedule, which all, you know, everybody is these days, you know, uh, and I was lucky enough to get her in the studio to record her episode, and I couldn't get my computer to work, so by the time I got it all up and running, we had lost about 30 minutes of uh, her record rec- record time, and she had, to, she had to be gone by 12.15, and we ran over about 10 minutes, so her sound, the sound was not very good, because I had no time really to set her sound up, so there's a lot of echo, and for all that stuff, I apologize. Uh, you know, really, I should ha- I have all this stuff set, so I should just be able to fire the PC up. I don't even have it turned on. I turn it on, ready to record the show. So should just be able to turn it on and go. But nope, every time I leave it sitting here and I get ready to do a show, I have to spend, instead of five to ten minutes prepping to get ready for the show, I have to figure out all the kinks and all the quirks with this PC to get it working so I can record a show. So anyway, uh, hopefully uh, the sound's not too bad. It's not too annoying. So without further ado, let's do this. Broadcasting from the Desert Compound, you're listening to Image Is Everything with that PP guy, the Pixel Pimp, and your host, Rav Hawley. It's the photography talk show that, like the Energizer Bunny, just keeps going all day, all night. Are you ready? Let's do this. Our goal is not the victory of might, but the vindication of right. Let's go. everybody welcome back to uh images everything this is episode 12 and we actually have a guest in the house today uh we have a model that i just worked with yesterday mrs miss i'm sorry not mrs miss amber callahan welcome to the show amber hello how are you i'm good this is your first podcast it is. oh you're a podcast virgin look out <laughs> So uh, we worked together yesterday. We did a shoot, and uh, you come out from San Diego to the Desert Compound. But you actually uh, are very familiar with Joshua Tree because of why? Yeah, I was um, born and raised here, actually. So um, when I was born all the way up to my senior year in high school, I was here. (laughs) That's actually pretty awesome because... Me living here, nobody actually like knows where Joshua Tree is. Everybody from LA, because I moved out here from LA, and everybody's like, "Where is that at?" And it's hard for me to believe that people have not been out here just because LA. It's only like 130 miles. Yeah, it's like um two, two, three hours. Yeah. Depending on how you drive. Two, two and a half. <laughs> it's, it's about two and a half hours. I drive it all the time. It's a, it takes me about two and a half hours to get here. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's getting a lot. Of, I feel like it's getting a little, a little bigger now because people are getting into the hiking and you see all these celebrities come out here like Miley Cyrus and Solange and all of that. Well, the funny thing about it is, is uh, I mean, it's like when you say Joshua Tree and you're in L.A., people are like, what? Where is that at? But the truth of the matter is, is this was like Jim Morrison's favorite place. Oh, I didn't know that. From the Doors. I did not know that. And, I knew Queens of the Stone Age were from out here. Well, and, uh, you know, uh, the band U2, Yeah. their most famous album and their most famous tour was called The Joshua Tree, and it was inspired by this part of the desert. Nice. So, you know, it's there's something magical about this place, so it's pretty cool that you actually grew up here. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even, even well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the middle of nowhere, and it's country living for, for sure, but it's, it's still like, plus the park, like when you go into the park, you can't really explain it. Like, even over here in town, like, it's not like the park. Mm-mm, you know what no. I mean? It's, it's gorgeous at the park. Yeah, yeah it's like it's, it's somewhere else. Over there. It's, yeah, it's like a moon. I mean, it's like being on the moon or something. The <laughs> landscape is so weird. Like, the rock formations and everything is so weird. Yeah, definitely. Growing up over here, too, you find all the cool secret spots. <laughs> I bet, yeah. See, I need to get more in tune, like, with where every the cool stuff is. I yeah. really don't know. Because I didn't know where Landers was. And your dad lives there. And that's where the uh, the sound, what's it called? The, the Tigertron. Yeah, so I have to go there because I definitely want to do one of those sound baths. Yeah, I want to try it out too as well. I heard some crazy things about it. I actually did um, I actually did a thing called, uh, it was called, uh, it's called floating, uh, float isolation tank. You know what that is? Oh, yeah, with the water? Yeah, I did that uh, on my birthday actually. How was that? It was pretty awesome. It was yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Um, I did the one in Venice, mm-hmm. and I guess it's the first one. It's called Float Labs. Oh. And uh, Joe Rogan, do you know who Joe Rogan is? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's a big podcaster. Uh, he's a UFC commentator. He used to be host of Fear Factor. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's huge into the float thing. And so when I lived in Texas, like back in 2004, 2005, I was hearing a thing with him, and he was talking about his float tank because he has one in his basement. So I'd always wanted to do it, but I'd still never done it. And then this, my past, my in December of last year, uh, on my birthday, uh, some a friend of mine she got me a float, so I went and did it. It was freaking amazing. It sounds nice. It sounds really relaxing. <laughs> yeah, you really can't explain it. It's a, uh, it's one of those things you just gotta experience it. But it's basically a tank that looks kind of like a walk-in freezer in a restaurant or like a, in a 7-Eleven or something. Those mm-hmm. big walk-ins where they keep the stuff. And, but it's got, it's all lined with a liner. So, and there's water that's like up to your knees. And then it's got all this salt in the water. So when you close the door, you can't hear any sound except what's in the tank. So you can hear, you can hear the, the water dripping from you and stuff. But it's totally, it, there's, and there's no light. That's crazy. So, and then you lay down in the water and you just float. Like, literally, you don't have to struggle to float or anything. You just lay down like a bed, and you literally just float. And so I'm an insomniac, so I don't sleep a whole lot. I sleep about four hours if I get lucky. And um, I slept like a baby, which I didn't <laughs> want to sleep. You know, as in, you get a two-hour float for 40 bucks, and I really wanted to experience it because they say you can start hallucinating and stuff because mm-hmm. your your body is so focused. That's what's called a it's called a sensory deprivation tank. Because all your stuff, your body, you hear, you're hearing, you're seeing, it's all deprived. So you just kind of turn internally into your mind and you're just laying in this water. And for me, I went to sleep. 
Sounds like a trip. They did an episode on the Simpsons, I think. Oh, did they? Too, yeah. Yeah. They were tripping up to Homer's, of course, streaming about sandwiches. <laughs> of course. What else would Homer dream about? Right. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. I'd probably dream about sandwiches, too. <laughs> You're such a foodie. I am. <laughs> Most girls are such foodies. It's so funny. Yeah. I have, I have friends of mine, a girl I used to date, like, she's this little tiny Asian chick, and I mean, she likes food better than she likes sex. It's insane. <laughs> She, she, <laughs> she dreams about food. I think all you girls dream about food. Yeah. yeah. It's guaranteed three times a day. Wow. <laughs> Take it easy, sailor. So uh, let's get back to talking about your modeling career a little bit because you're actually pretty much a newbie to the industry. I am. Yeah. And the girl I was just talking about, Sissy, she was on like episode two or three. And uh, when I started dating her, she like had nothing to do with the modeling world at all. She lived in Tustin. She was going to college. She was working at uh, one of the most famous plastic surgeons in Orange County. And now the girl just did a national commercial for Benny Hunt, I mean, uh, for Dave and Buster's. And she just did, um, God, she just did another commercial. So she's She's really, she's got an agent now, and she's living in Hollywood, and she's really, her career's really taken off. But it helps her because she's booking all this stuff. She's just turned 22. She's booking all this stuff that's like uh, for kids, like 16-year-olds, because she looks really young like you do. You look really young, too. Yeah. And so um, there's a lot of things that where they need, you know, commercials, but they like somebody that's more more mature than a 16-year-old that can mm-hmm. play the part of the 16-year-old. So she's getting all of those parts, which is hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> so you started modeling, what, about a year ago? Yeah, about um, June of last year is when I finally decided to go ahead and wing it. <laughs> well, you're doing great. You're, you have a great look. So oh, that's, you. Yeah, that's really, we were talking about that. Your look is very in right now with the brunette with the big almond, pretty brown eyes and everything. <laughs> the whole Kim Kardashian, you don't look like Kim Kardashian, but you have that same look, so. Yeah, I don't know. style. I, don't, I guess, I, you know, as as much as people make fun of her, you know what I mean, I mean, I, want, I guess maybe she brought that in because before Kim, it was very, people are very into the blondes, you know, Paris Hilton, um, you know, that whole, it was all about the blondes, but since yeah. Kim's came around, it's all about the brunettes. Yeah, well, what I like about Kim is that she brought in, I think she brought in, like, more of an appreciation for curves, too. Very true. And yeah. you're, you're a curvy girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a curvy girl. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I, I actually prefer a curvy girl over than a, a thin, stick figure girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, you know, I shoot a lot of glamour photography, and, uh, you know, that's, that's the Playboy maximum kind of stuff, and I think the reason for that is, uh, you know, I've never really had a whole, you know, like I have some friends that are very passionate about fashion photography. And fashion is really supposed to be more about the clothing, but mm-hmm. it never is. It's about the models. But they're so weight thin that I don't really find them that attractive. So it's hard for me to, it's hard for me, if I don't have a creative director on set, it's hard for me to come up with something that they're going to look yeah. appealing in the scenario. So I think that's why I've always drifted more towards the glamour genre than I have the fashion genre. I love to look at fashion photography. It's mm-hmm. so artistic and I have friends of mine that they do like a fine art, it's like fine art fashion 
And I mean, it's beautiful work, but it's just something I've never really delved into. And it, your your primary photographer is Joe Flora. Joe Flora, yeah. which is he's actually like Josh Ryan. He's one of the Playboy casting mm -hmm. local he's Southern the California casting photographer yeah. up in Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Because so. I think there's only two of them now, right? It's him and Josh Ryan. Um, it's him, Josh Ryan, and I believe Sam Rima is also Sam Rima. Cast, but he works for Playboy Plus. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, I know uh, Steve Wada who uh, was. God, he's been a Playboy photographer for 35 years, I guess. He used to be, Steve used to be him and Arnie Freytag are the two. Basically, Josh Ryan and Josh Joe Flora <laughs> are the new version of Arnie Freytag and Steve Wada. Mm -hmm. And but all through the, uh, all through the, uh, and Rick Moore. Rick Moore's another Playboy. He lives in Dallas though, but he's another one of the old playboy industry photographers but like when i was growing up or when in my teen years i remember like the pamela anderson when she hit playboy and she was on the cover those were that was all arnie and uh arnie and steve wanted them shooting all that stuff mm -hmm. so those guys are <clears throat> let's see i think I'm, you don't see arnie freytag very often on uh like facebook or anything but i see steve on there all the time and like I love like looking at his old stuff. Like he posted a picture like not too long ago on Fine Art America. He started a Fine Art America account, and it was like a naked girl like out in the safari in Africa with a elephant. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm like God. I can imagine <laughs> having that kind of scenario. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like being able to shoot with an elephant. That would be awesome. And so one of your so you really. Um, it's one of your goal ambitions is to be on Playboy. Yeah, I would be. My biggest goal and dream is to be a playmate eventually. So. Do you know why I love hearing that? Why? I mean, a lot of our listeners are probably going to go, what? Because this is a <laughs> photography talk show, you know what I mean? Mostly, but it's a talk show. But um, it's because, you know, when I was a kid, there was a lot of girls with that, you know, with that ambition. Mm -hmm. And Playboy, because of the digital realm, it's... It's ranked so much that you don't hear girls say that much anymore. So it's actually, to me, it's refreshing to hear a girl go, yeah, I want to be a playboy. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I don't know, you know, the magazine, all the magazines are barely hanging on these days because yeah. of the internet. And I just would love to see Playboy make a resurgence. But it's funny because I had a Playboy subscription for, gosh, I don't know how many years. But it was when I was when I, it was when I was married, you know what I mean, and uh, it was probably for like I want to say eight years or nine years, and I don't now, but I should I should probably get another one. Have you heard of Treats magazine? Yes, I have. Yeah. I always wanted to shoot them actually. Yeah, actually, um, I, uh, Stephen Shaw, uh, when the, he very very first started Treats, he's a British photographer. I don't know if you know Stephen. Mm -mm. He's a British photographer, and he started Treats. And uh, it's funny because he started Treats magazine, and I contacted Treats when they first started out. And he said, "Man, Rad, do a test shoot." And I was like, "Yeah, for sure." I couldn't find a model. <laughs> I literally couldn't find a model. I looked and looked and looked. I don't shoot a lot of nudes, though. You know what I mean? I yeah. shoot the girls. Yeah, you know, I've said this on the show before. The girls that I shoot nudes of are usually the girls that I'm dating because mm -hmm. it's just very comfortable, you know. And um, and it's like after over a time, after we're, you know, when, you know, I end up shooting them new, usually they want to do it. And it's funny, they always want to do it. So, <laughs> uh, 
but with um, you know just finding models. So I mean, I I, I searched around on uh, on uh, Model Mayhem for yeah. probably I want to say maybe a month looking for the right model, and I just couldn't find anybody that I thought was the right fit for what I wanted to do. So I just kind of like gave up on it. But now I kind of wish I would have really like pushed the envelope. And I don't do a lot of test shooting though. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like there's not there's not much money in that, and there's not a whole lot of money in the magazine endeavor today, unless you're doing like Josh Ryan or uh, Josh Laura, yeah. and you're actually working for the magazine and getting paid directly from the magazine for mm. your casting stuff. And other than that, you're just test shooting and submitting pictures. I remember I got I remember the first time I got a. Uh, I got published in Maximum FHM like back, I want to say 2005, and it was basically because of the models. You know, the models. I worked with a model called Brooke Banks back in the day, and she was a big glamour model. And uh, you know, they submitted their own images and got them published, and it was my work, and I didn't care. I thought it was pretty cool, but you know, still back in those days, you know, the it was just free submission. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I've got a magazine here. Which is my first magazine. Uh, it's called J Jamara, and um, they sent me this magazine. And I have two published. I was supposed to get the cover, but they chose a different cover. But this is actually a very well-to-do magazine from Dubai. Oh, really? Yeah. So they marked my images in here, and they sent me the magazine, which is really cool. So I took this image. Oh, nice! And then I took. So, yeah, and this was just brokered, and then I took this image. So cool. And so it's just brokered through the deal. But the best thing about it is, I got paid. Oh, okay. you know I mean? <laughs> so for me, that's what being published is all about: is getting a paycheck behind it. And it's nice when the magazines, you know, have their people get a hold of you and go, "Hey, do you have any pictures of John?" I'm like, "Yeah, I have a whole like, collection that I shot of him like a couple of years ago." So. Uh, through John's people and through me and everything, we were able to negotiate a deal. And uh, originally, I was supposed to get the cover, but they were—they have—they're very strict about their cover, and I didn't really have anything that I had shot that matched their cover. So they went with a cover from one of his movies that he'd done. But anyway, it's still—it's always cool to get published. Yeah. <laughs> and it's—it's uh, it's cool because I guess this is a very exclusive magazine in Dubai, which is very rich. Country, you know what I mean? So I guess it's a very prominent. And I think it's a free magazine. You get like at the hotels and stuff. It's a really nice magazine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't look like any of our little free magazines we have in the <laughs> states. It looks like a. This literally looks like a old, a real Playboy or something. It's a really nice, and it's got a gloss cover that you never really see anymore in our magazines because they're made so cheap. You see the gloss mat? Gloss, yeah. yeah. Any of our magazines don't have the gloss cover anymore. But anyway. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that. It came in the mail. So, uh, oh, let's talk about your latest news. What you just showed me when we were at breakfast. Oh, I got an email um, yesterday that right after the shoot that I got invited to go up to Burbank to go shoot with Sandy Moore for a test shoot. For? For Playboy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had a whole studio audience. Everybody could clap. <laughs> it's just us. Uh, yeah, so that's freaking awesome. Yeah, we'll uh, see how that goes. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Good luck. I have nothing but luck for you. Nothing but love. So what did you think of our shoot yesterday? Oh, I had a lot of fun. Definitely cool. one of the best experiences we've had so far. Awesome. So yeah, I'm very excited. I've been doing this for a long time, but I don't have like a, 
I'm getting a, a decent feel for doing the desert shoots, but I'm still learning at it. You know what I mean? It's not like my normal terrain. I've been stuck in a studio for like eight years where I have control over everything. Uh huh. Yeah. Like we, you know, we set up a whole living room, little living room set yesterday out on this uh, slab I have and made it look like a living room in the desert. And we screwed up because we missed that perfect lighting. We let it get a little bit too dark and I tried to strobe it and it just blacked out the background. And so we used the headlights of my truck, but one of the pictures, the best one, your face is a little bit dark. We couldn't get a, a light on your face. I should have, I was going to move the truck a little bit and I should have done it. I'm lazy, so I would do that now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I think we'd have got a little bit more light on your face. I think that shot would have been, instead of a six and a half, would have been probably a seven and a half, or eight, mm -hmm. maybe a nine. Your body looks amazing. Your pose is great. So that's why I really, <laughs> that's why I really liked the shot, even though your face is probably only say a stop or two stops too dark. Yeah. But your body's exposed perfectly. So mm -hmm. I know it's not your favorite, but I love the way your body <laughs> looks. I went with it. I edited it. I was basically breezing through all the pictures last night, looking at easy edits, something yeah. I could edit within 10 to 15 minutes. And then the other ones I'll go through and, and we'll get picked out and then edit the ones that are a little bit more, going to be a little bit more detailed to edit. Mm -hmm. It was some of those fence shots that were really great. So yeah, I love that one. I'm excited to yeah, share those yeah. ones. Those are going to be good. And uh, since, you're, since you come out here, because your dad doesn't live, what, like 15 minutes from me, 20 minutes? Yeah, he lives out in Anderson. Yeah. Next time we'll get that from his lady. <laughs> yeah, so you'll just have to start coming by and we'll shoot, test. And yeah. Maybe uh, there's another magazine that I want to submit to that's all black and white. So maybe we could shoot something for that magazine. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's all black and white, and you can't do any photoshopping there. Okay. So we have to be really careful in the, the way we we do it. That's funny. Which I don't. I don't care. I mean, I started when I started out there. wasn't any Photoshop. Yeah. <laughs> take what you got. So, and it was weird because I tried to explain that to photographers is because with digital, you know, there's times with, when I'm shooting digital that I know things aren't quite right. You know, but I don't take the time to fix it because, and it's a horrible mindset to have. I think I'll just fix it in Photoshop. And I don't think any photographer should have that mindset. And I try really hard not to have that mindset, but I do, you know, sometimes they go, oh, I should stop and retweak this. And I'm like, oh, I would have to move that light over there. You know, I'm like, oh, I can just, you know, brush it up in Photoshop. And uh, I really think you should try to get it all S-O-O-C. You know what that is? Mm -mm. Straight out of the camera. <laughs> yes. Because uh, back in the film days, that's all you had was straight out of the camera. Yeah. I mean, you could dodge and burn, and you could do different things with your film, but as far as, like, shrinking somebody or, you know, yeah. forget about it. You couldn't do all that. Not that I know of. If somebody could, it's news to me. But you could, like, you could make an image. You could take it and, like, burn in contrast and, and uh, do a dodge and burn. So you could make, like, a, a landscape picture, like if it was blown out in the back. Where you couldn't, it was properly exposed in the front, like the land itself, the landscape was properly exposed. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could, uh, but the but the clouds were too white. You couldn't see the clouds. You could take a light and you could actually burn it, burn the clouds in. Oh, really? So you could see the sky. That's how Ansel Adams. Do you know who that was? No. <laughs> I'm still new to everything. <laughs> he, Ansel Adams is he's probably one of the most famous landscape photographers of all time. Oh, but he lived in. A hundred years ago, I guess, or I don't know, like, I'm not 
sure. I think that maybe the 30s, 20s and 30s. Yeah. But he was walking around with one of those great big wood cans, yeah, like out in the fort, or, you know, out in <laughs> like Yosemite Park and stuff. It's just crazy. So let's see. Oh, we're running over. We're supposed to keep you till 12:15. <laughs> Your sister's got somewhere she's got to be. She's got to get a job done. Do waxing. Ah, yeah. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Well, good luck with your Playboy thing. Thank you. I will let you have everything go. Yes. I, I've got my fingers crossed for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'll keep I'll keep an eye uh, keep an eye out keep an eye on you. And I know you don't have a Facebook. I do have Facebook. Oh, you do. Okay. Not and, uh, not a fan page yet. But yeah, yeah. But, up, but I do have an Instagram. Okay. And what is your Instagram? It is Amber underscore my last name, which is Callahan. So K E L L E H A N. So check her out, everybody, on Instagram. You can see a couple of samples of the photos that we shot on my Instagram as well, on my Sue page, which is tsu.co forward slash ravholly, R-A-V-H-O-L-L-Y, or you can check me out on Twitter at ravholly. Uh, and uh, we're going to let you go, Amber, but thank you so much for coming by the show. Yeah, thank you for having me and shooting me. <laughs> Take it easy. It's your first podcast, so you're not a podcast virgin anymore. <laughs> You know, podcasting is the future of radio. You know that, right? I do not know. Yeah, now you know. <laughs> it's the future of radio. The more you know. Yeah. Everybody's, <laughs> everybody's podcasting these days. It's the new thing. Well, all right, guys. We'll be right back. I'm going to let uh, Amber go. I'm going to escort her out of the studio, and we will be back in two minutes. All right, guys. We are back. Uh, thanks for hanging with us. I uh, hope you enjoyed our guest today, Miss Amber Callahan. It was uh, really nice to have a guest back on the show. I wish I could get one every week, but uh, unfortunately I haven't been that lucky. But I actually do have a call-in system now, so uh, if we can get the crappy PC to work, we have a call-in system. So anyone out there that uh, might be interested in calling into the show, if you got something to promote, uh, got a gallery opening, you want to plug your uh, content or your you know uh, your uh, art your photography or anything uh, shoot me an email over at rabholly at gmail.com and uh, let me know that you'd like to be on the show and I will try my best to get you on here we'll schedule a time and uh, get you on the show in uh, other news let's say or the news of the week uh, petapixel.com uh, you know, I used to be a big uh, f-stoppers and uh, photo news and a lot of the other news sites uh, about photography, but I'm telling you, Petapixel.com has really become my new source of photography news. It's just they've just got the most um, recent and seems to be some of the best stories when it's uh, pertaining to current events in the world of news. Uh, in regards to photography. So if you haven't checked out Petapixel, uh, I do not get, I'm not sponsored by Petapixel. I don't make a penny from Petapixel and they are not any way sponsoring this podcast, but I do like their site. So I just wanted to share that with you. Uh, one of the stories that I've just uh, been uh, privy to reading here today, uh, I haven't had much time today, but uh, Elite Daily has been sued by a photographer for sharing photos in a blog post without permission. So uh, that's a great article. Uh, you know, last week, if you caught the show, I talked a lot about Sue because I'm a big, I'm a big, big fanboy. I'm a big Sue fanboy, and I make no apologies about it. Uh, 
I'm averaging anywhere from a dollar to two dollars a day just uh, with my posting on Sue. So I'm more than happy with that. Come the end of the year, uh, it'll be a nice little a nice little uh, charity giveaway that I'm going to have uh, that I plan on donating to one of my charities. So I really like that. And then you know, years to come, who knows what I'll do with it. But you know, with you, if you don't want to donate it to charity, what I can say, if you get on Sue and if you can. Uh, if you can do a dollar a day, uh, you know, on uh, Sue, that's $365 a year. So come Christmas time, that'll probably buy you two or three gifts for relatives or whatever that won't come out of your pocket. So if you're not on Sue yet, uh, I don't want to beat you down or be, beat a dead horse or, you know, whatever the old saying you want to, or adage you want to use with that, because I talked to entirely the last show about Sue. So I'm not going to do that this show, but if you want to get on Sue, uh, you can, uh, here's your invite, my invite code. All you do is type in my URL. So type in uh, www.tsu.co forward slash Rav Holly, R-A-V-H-O-L-L-Y. And there's your invite to Sue. So if you're not on Sue and uh, you want to get paid for your social media, especially you original content providers out there, photographers, artists, even bands. I mean, I've got the Vicious Canids on Sue. So, you know, it's a great way to promote yourself and make a little change, you know, the little change in your pocket. You know, nobody's going to, I don't think anybody's going to get rich off Sue, uh, but uh, a little change in your pocket, you know, is more than you're getting from all your other social media put together. So I don't understand what the uh, the backlash is or the uh, the negativity that I have experienced a little bit or people uh, hooing and hawing over. Eh, eh, you don't make any money off that, uh, which is kind of funny. Uh, my buddy, my UK buddy Connor Hicks. Big shout out to you, Connor. You douchebag. Uh, I'm just kidding. I love the kid. Uh, uh, he was last week. We were talking uh, through Messenger on C. No, it was this week, actually. Uh, yeah, it was this week. It was the beginning of this week. We were talking through Messenger, and, and he was asking me how much I was making, blah, blah, blah. Everybody wants to know how much I'm making. I'm not making much. I'm making enough to buy, uh, you know, dinner at McDonald's on a daily basis. You know, it's not much, but every little bit helps. But uh, funny, uh, he was asking, uh, and I was telling him, he was telling me what he was making, and I was like, well, look at it this way, you know, uh, what you're making now, you know, by the time the year's up, that'll be like 100 bucks. So you'll be good, you know, you get a hundred bucks in your, your pocket. You'll hit right the hundred bucks to be able to cash out and get your hundred dollars. So he messages me back with this, oh, well, you know, I'm in the UK, so taxes, and uh, by the time I cash it at the bank and the cash cashing fees, it's only going to be $50. It'll only be $50, mate. That's probably the worst British accent ever. But anyway, uh, I could just hear him talk. It's only going to be $50, mate. And so I was like... Oh, okay. Like he was like being so sarcastic. Like, so like, oh man, it's not even worth it, dude. Like $50. Give me a break. Like, and so I, I text him back or I, I messaged him back and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you know, you should get, you should, uh, you know, you should really be looking for your check from Facebook then because you're such a Facebook whore. So I'm sure your Facebook check will be a whole lot bigger. You buy a whole lot of stuff with your Facebook check. You should get probably a Facebook check for a thousand to fifteen hundred or something like that. As much time as you spend on Facebook, 
<laughs> and I, it was kind of funny because he caught the irony in it, you know, and he's like, uh, oh, F you, you know what I mean? But, you know, he really, it was really pretty funny. And then he did some little, like, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he, like, uh, made some, like, kind of, uh, he direct messaged Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> on Facebook telling him, like, he wanted his uh, compensation since 2008 when he signed up for Facebook. And he wanted him to join, use his link to join, say it was pretty funny. He's a pretty funny character. But anyway, yeah, that's kind of the way I look at it. You know, you're not, you know, look, I spend a lot of time on social media. I have to. It's my marketing strategy in some ways. Uh, you know, getting my name out there. It's my name branding more than just bringing in customers. I've gotten a lot of questions, you know, photographer friends of mine asking me about like, well, you know, and Sue, like what, uh, you know, where are you going to use that? Because I get all my customers from Facebook. If that's where you get your customer base from, I'm not sure that Sue's going to replace that right away. I don't, I've never really used Facebook in that standard uh, as far as uh, bringing in a, a large customer base. It's more from just my name branding, getting my name out there and trying to find, uh, uh, you know, a social influencers. You know what I mean? I like to connect with other people that are on my level as far as social media influence. Because that's where I get a lot of my business. That's where I get a lot of, uh, I meet a lot of cool people and get invited into a lot of cool circles. Uh, and uh, that's what I use social media for, mostly. Uh, that's the fun for social media for me. It's not, you know, I'm not out there looking to shoot every, you know, I'm not out there looking to shoot your family photos or, you know, I don't even do events. I could probably make a lot better living if I would do a live events. I get I get inquiries so many times and I get people asking me so many times to come and photograph their events, their live events. And uh, I was at the, uh, the Frank Sinatra uh, gala, celebrity gala. Uh, gosh, I guess it's been about three weeks ago, a month ago. And... Uh, you know, I was watching those two guys. They had two on-staff photographers that are very well known in the industry in Palm Springs, I guess, because everybody that seemed to be somebody actually knew these two guys. You know, and they had their whole, you know, their whole uh, struggle frames and their whole, you know, their get-up for the uh, the event. And uh, the, basically my wedding package. They had all the same equipment, the struggle frame, uh, the off-shoe, uh, the off-mount for your, you know, in the struggle frame, you, you put your, uh, your flash or your speed light on there. They kind of had the same setup, but in a newer version of what my wedding setup was. And, uh, I was watching those guys and man, it was so dark in that ballroom. I'm sure they were killing it. You know I mean? They had battery packs and everything hooked to their uh, speed light, but I was just thinking to myself, man, I'm glad I'm just sitting here enjoying this nice steak and this amazing glass of, uh, California red wine and I'm not up there working right now <laughs> like those two guys. But, you know, the money's nice. So for you guys out there shooting uh, event photography, I have, you know, nothing against you. And I'm glad you're doing it. It's just not my cup of tea. Never has been. I did it. You know, I tried it. I used to do, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, the club stuff was really cool. You know, you take all these cards. I worked for a company called... Uh, Man, I cannot even remember what the name of that company was. Photo something. Gosh, gosh, I can't remember what it was called. But they sent me a thousand business cards free, and uh, and just asked me if I wanted to shoot for them. So I was like, Well, how much money do you make? And they're like a dollar a picture. And I think this was back like 2005 and 2006. And like when I first moved to California, I did it. Uh, and so I would go out to clubs, 
You know, I go out to clubs and I would shoot, you know, couples and you hand them a card and there's a little, there was a little uh, thing on the card that showed them what, uh, you know, what link or where their images would be and then they could go home and look the images up and then buy them. And basically I made a dollar image. But the thing that sucked is because you're shooting digital and there were nights that I would go out and do 300, 350 images and the company would only use like a hundred of them. So basically the most that they would let you make I think was about 120 bucks. And you know, that's not too bad of money for going out. I would get to the club probably about 11, uh, well a little earlier than that, probably about 10.30, 10, 10.30, 11. I'd be set up by 11 and I would shoot till the place closed at 2. You know, usually, well usually I'd get out a little bit earlier because by the time 2 o'clock rolled around everybody was tore up. So girls make up, they've been dancing. So I think it was probably more around 12.30, 12.45, 1, I would probably start packing up, but the thing that killed it was I was at a club and uh, had some drunk dude knock my camera out of my hand, and it actually didn't knock my camera out of my hand, I kept, I held my camera, but he knocked my <clears throat> SP600 off my camera, and or my flash, and busted my flash, so uh, I was pretty pissed. Oh, no, I'm sorry, it wasn't SP600, it was SP28. Uh, I replaced the SB28 with the XB600, but uh, you know it's a $350 flash. You know that it was an older one and it needed to be replaced, but uh, I wasn't planning at that time to replace it, so it was a pretty big deal to me, and uh, it just kind of really put a bad taste in my mouth, and it put an end to my event photography uh, career. I really never liked it to begin with; it just wasn't my cup of tea. It's easy. There's no editing really to it much at all. It's a very easy thing. So you guys that do it, uh, more power to you. Just not my thing. So anyway, uh, back to Petapixel. Um, again, Elite Daily is sued by photography for sharing photos in a blog post without their permission. Okay, and sue, that's the only thing. Well, okay. There's a couple issues with sue. One is anytime you have money mentioned, you're going to get a ton of spammers and you're going to get a ton of people from other countries. There's a lot of other countries in the world. Uh, you know, India's one of them, Sri Lanka, you know, all these different places over there, Africa, certain places, Nigeria is a big one. Uh, where you, you know, where 50 cents goes a long way. 50 American cents goes a long way. So there are a lot of those people on Sioux. Uh, they're getting weeded out pretty quick. Uh, it's not as bad as when I first signed on, but there's a lot of people that don't speak English, and I think they're on there basically mainly just uh, fake accounts. They've created fake accounts, and you know they're just taking content from wherever they can get it. And you know it's pretty evident that it's stolen content. And you know hopefully as Sioux grows and matures, they will be uh, weeded out, and those accounts will be killed. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but, you know, until then, we just kind of got to deal with it. But it is kind of frustrating being an original content provider on Sue, like myself, Connor Hicks, uh, Tara McKinney, Joe Walsh, Tim Thompson, uh, who am I leaving out, Daniel McSween, any, any of my friends that are photographers that I've brought over to the, uh, to the site, uh, you know, when you're competing with people that are out there grabbing images, you know, you're posting your original content, 
but these people are hitting a home run every time with their images because they're out there searching for the most brilliant images that they can find and just posting them on their bogus their bogus profile so you know that's one thing we have to contend with right now I'm sure it'll settle down at some point so let's not I hope we don't get frustrated and you know it, you know, it, it's it's bound to uh, catch up to them eventually. So, all I can tell you is just keep moving forward, uh, keep posting, and just have fun with it. That's what I'm doing. Uh, you know, it's just a challenge to me to see like where I could get this thing because it's kind of fun to me. It's just, it's just, uh, it's money that's just evap not evaporated, but just materialized out of nowhere. You know, I didn't have the source of income even though it's a very small source of income that I'm actually donating to Cherry, it was not even there like three weeks ago for me. I'm really sad that I missed the, I don't know where I've been, I guess under a rock. I don't know, you know, usually I'm right on top of things when, uh, when you know, when things are launched like Sue. And I think somebody mentioned it to me and I just kind of blew it off and didn't know. I was like, oh, another social media thing. Because the Eloy or whatever it is, the last one, I signed up for it and you know it wasn't my cup of tea it was kind of like Google Plus that's what I love about Sue is because it is as user-friendly as Facebook and I had high expectations and high hopes for Google Plus but I've just never really been able to get into Google Plus and I've actually spent some time there my page has over 100,000 views but uh, as far as spending time actually on Google Plus I just don't fit into that realm and there's a lot of photographers on Google Plus uh, so, you know, I don't know what the deal was. I really wanted it to work for me because I hate Facebook and I wanted an alternative. So that's why I'm so happy Sue has, Sue has showed up because I'm super stoked and I really like the platform and I like the way they designed the site. It works great for me. I did want to call out some of my photographer friends. I think it's pretty funny because I'm not going to mention a name on this. There's a couple of them actually that they bitch. I've seen them bitching on Facebook you know back a couple of months ago like when Facebook changes something or you know one of them is bitching about the privacy and how Facebook is looking into your privacy and you know that's scary and this and that and, you know the whole paranoia thing they just wanted you know they just you know they're not even sure that they could keep a Facebook page going because you know Facebook is big brother now and it's looking at all their you know private information blah 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 every day for a few weeks they were posting about this posting about this posting about this and so they were one of the first persons I contacted when uh, when I found Sue because Sue lets you keep your whole network that's what it's all about is you being the owner of your network I saw a thing on Sue this morning it said Sue is the only company in the history that's created three million entrepreneurs with its launch and how true is that? Because if you are like me, I'm looking at Sue like a business. I'm looking at it, where is it going to be in five years? I know where my Twitter, my Facebook, and my Instagram is, and I haven't been with those five years. But I know my uh, Twitter, I know where it's at in five years. I know where my Facebook is in five years. Uh, so I can imagine where my Sue will be in five years. Uh, it's a lot more engaging already than Facebook is. I can post a picture on Sue, and it does a lot better as far as views and likes and everything else than it does on Facebook so you know I'm completely sold but anyway back to my original I'm getting sidetracked back to my originalist these people were complaining about you know how Big Brother is uh, you know 
just spying on them basically now and they keep changing their terms of service and they keep doing this and they keep doing that so basically I contacted one of them right off the bat I'm like dude here's our salvation you know Sue is everything that Facebook isn't we get to keep our content we get to be original content creators and we get to help the platform grow and you know it's, it's perfect for artists like myself long story short guess where they're at 99.9 percent .9 of the time they're still on Facebook so what does that tell me they're full of caca full of SHI you know what the end letter is there yeah they're full of it so you know I call people out you know I mean I take people pretty much for their word but it's pretty easy to you know read between the lines there so basically they're just they were just doing all of that for attention they don't care about Facebook uh, you know being invasive into their privacy or you know whatever Facebook is doing with their terms of service owning your content if you post it on their site whatever you know all these things that they were bitching about that they were so worried about Facebook they have an alternative now that doesn't do that but they're still on Facebook so basically they're just full of it they're full of baloney and uh, you learn a lot of people are full of baloney so you know hopefully Sue goes ahead and catches fire even more uh, there's statistics out right now which a lot of people don't know so if you don't know uh, Sue it took Facebook 10 months I think to reach its first million uh, users once it went public and Sue did 3 million in five months so I really think you know I came up with this thing Sue is the way of the future and Sue is the future of social media and the future is now so anyway if you're not on Sue jump on so anyway back to what Elite Daily yeah uh, a photographer has sued them and I think you're probably going to start seeing a lot more of this you're really starting to see uh, you know these bigger these bigger companies you know like Leap Daily is a large blog you know it's a large news site uh, you know it's almost equivalent to CNN these days there's a lot of people that read Elite Daily and they should know better you know their editors should know better but people just have this concept now that because everything's on the web that everything that's on the web is free it doesn't matter if it's music or movies or you know photos or whatever you know it actually blows my mind at times when I talk to people that I know relatives and you know all kinds of everyday people and they have no idea they literally do not understand or do not have any idea about copyright they don't know that it's illegal for them to right click on a photo off of the web right-click it save it to their computer and then use it anywhere they want to they have no idea that's illegal and it's illegal it's just like stealing a snicker bar from a 7-eleven that content belongs to somebody so you know the one thing I can say is usually I don't mind if somebody uses my content somewhere as long as they give me photo credit but I do want my photo credit if you take one of my pictures off my Facebook page and you post it on your personal blog or something like that for uh, a monetization if you have ads on there or if you have uh, or if you're just making money if it's a member site or whatever there's any way that you're generating income and you pull one of my pictures I'm gonna sue your butt you're gonna get sued you know I can be pretty uh, you know negotiable in some things but that's not one of that's not one of them so uh, you know all my sue peeps out there that don't understand the copyright laws uh, being done to the law doesn't mean it's not breaking the law so you know if you're breaking copyright law and you get caught so you're posting some photographer's stuff and you get caught you can definitely get sued 
and not knowing is no defense at all. So be careful out there, guys. Uh, so you know, I, I rejoice in this uh, this lawsuit against Elite Daily, and I really want to see the photographer make an example of them. I don't have anything against Elite Daily, but their their editors should know better than that. You know what I mean? It's just they just thought they would get away with it, and so many people these days think they can get away with taking your original content that you created and use it for them to make money and they have ads all over their elite daily site so you know they're making tons of money you know they probably have a large staff and there's plenty of sites out there for them to buy stock photos from but you know they just they chose to basically snatch a photographer's photos and he found it and uh, hopefully he's gonna make them pay and pay dearly uh, I'll be watching this story to see exactly what he gets out of it because uh, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him get a, at least a hundred thousand or something out of it. I don't know. Depends on how much they made off of it. Uh, but hey, you can't steal copyrighted stuff and post it as your own. And so you, you uh, sue users. Stop doing that too. Uh, you can share. You get ten shares a day now. They upped it from eight to ten shares. So. If you see something really cool on somebody else's page, just share it. That way you're not taking it. But don't be taking stuff off the web and posting it as your own. Especially all these amazing pictures I keep seeing on these weird fake accounts. Uh, hopefully they start killing them pretty quick. Anyway, uh, I don't have anybody booked for next week's show. I'm going to go ahead uh, and wrap this show up because uh, I'm still working on client images. I worked with an amazing client this last Sunday. I've been shooting, 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 man. I moved to the desert to semi-retire, so I should have all the all the time in the world to do my podcast, to play on Sue and build my Sue network, and I'm just shooting photos, so I'm not complaining. I think it's kind of funny, you know, when I was in my last couple of months at my studio in Long Beach, I had literally no business. I had no business. I was doing everything. I was in a panic trying to find business. Uh, you know, if anybody saw my YouTube channel, they saw my Thumbtack review. I tried a company called Thumbtack, which is a lead service. It just basically turned out to be a complete scam. You know, uh, it was very disappointing because it's such a great premise, just like Sue. It's such a great premise to actually do something, uh, but it's just uh, it's a scam. It's it's not legit. So that was disappointing. So I was looking at everything, and so when I moved out here. I was, I'm so far away from LA and everybody, I figured, you know, like, if I was able to book one shoot a month or two shoots a month, maybe in LA, that would be cool. I have people coming out here all the time, and uh, I've kind of interjected myself, thanks to my friend Sandra uh, in Palm Springs. Uh, she's a major networker, and she's really got my name out there in Palm Springs, and uh, I've just met so many people, and uh, so this last Sunday, I shot this amazing artist. Uh, he's not really an R&B artist, but I guess at one time he was, and so he's kind of got a very acapella, but he plays a keyboard, and so uh, we did a shoot with him, and it just, the photos came out amazing, but uh, I'm actually getting them all assorted for him, and uh, getting them in a Dropbox, so him and his manager, uh, Morgan, uh, shout out to Morgan, she's another cool uh, chick, and uh, she uh, manages a lot of local talent in my area in Palm Springs and that's his manager uh, that Sandra introduced me to so I've got to get these images in a folder and get them over to those guys so they can go through and see exactly which ones they want edited 
so uh, I'm actually putting that on hold, which I should have already had it done, uh, while I'm finishing up the podcast here. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today with our guest, again, Miss Amber uh, Callahan. Uh, she was a uh, so thankful she came by and did the podcast this morning. It's so nice to have a guest. I'm just kicking myself about the audio. I wish the audio had been better, but hopefully it's not unlistenable. Uh, I'll find out after I get this uh, rendered uh, just how bad it is. But hopefully, uh, hopefully it's still uh, worth listening to. And uh, uh, let's see. Oh yeah, the other last thing is my. I apologize to everybody, uh, my photographer, you know, friends, and Dan Green, who's also an admin with me in my in the photo group on Facebook, Photo Junkie. You know, since uh, Sue's come into my life, I just don't really have time to be catering to my free photo group on Facebook. You know, it's just, I've never been really popular in the industry anyway. You know, I know a photographer that, you know, he's been shooting for just a few years and he started a group and I mean, his group's got over 2,000 people, but he's a noob, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, he does some pretty decent work. Uh, some of it's on par with mine, but he still... You know, he he has his own job. You know, he has a job. He's a hobbyist photographer. He's not a full-time photographer. So, you know, I rub a lot of people the wrong way with that kind of stuff, you know, that kind of talk. And I know it, and I don't make any apologies for it. But I do, uh, you know, it, I do, uh, or I haven't been in the group that much because uh, I've been spending most of my time catering to my Sioux network, which I'm going to continue to do. So I'm going to continue in the Photo Junkie group. But if there's anybody out there that's listened to the podcast that would like to take over that group, uh, Dan, you know, if you want it, I know your your buddy Mike, uh, you know, let me know because I could back out and let you guys take that thing over because I just don't really think I have time for it right now. And you'd probably get a lot more members because you wouldn't have so many members that don't like me <laughs> in the room. So uh, anyway, uh, that's putting that out there uh, if anybody wants to take over the photo junkie group and you got I wanted to have I wanted to be somebody with some decent credentials though that knows what they're doing I don't want it to be somebody's just been shooting for a couple of years or you know it's never really worked as a working photographer uh, you know I don't have I don't have Steve Steve Wada you know uh, Playboy 35 years of Playboy experience but hey I've been shooting for quite some time when you look at the digital realm these days I've been shooting longer than probably 90% of everybody else. So anyway, and that's kind of why I figured I was uh, uh, qualified to have this photography talk show and why I figured uh, I was qualified to have a photo group on uh, Photo Junkie. So called Photo Junkie on Facebook. But anybody, if anybody wants that group and wants to take it off my hands, uh, feel free to uh, hit me up through Instant Messenger on Facebook. I reinstalled it. I deleted it, but I reinstalled it. Had to because people kept trying to contact me on there. So you can hit me up there or hit me up on Sue, which would be better because that's where you're going to find me 95% of the time is on Sue. So anyway, we're going to wrap up this episode of Images Everything. And uh, we will be back here next week. I'm not going to promise you we'll have it up by Thursday, but I'm really working on that. Uh, so uh, hopefully we'll uh, have another episode up by Thursday. But I can promise you another episode next week sometime. So anyway, until next week, you guys have a pixel pimp day. What? I have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, you guys have a great day, and we'll see you back here next week. Over and out. 
Thanks for tuning in to Image Is Everything. We'll see you back here next week. Same RAV station, same RAV channel. This has been a RAV Media Group presentation. You are now exiting Planet RAV. And you now return to your regularly scheduled programming.